Yesterday, I said that Election Day was going to be a pretty bad day for Democrats. And I think it's pretty safe to say that I was wrong about that. Now, Congress still hangs in the balance. It's not clear that Democrats have won the House or the Senate. But here we are the day after the election, and it's possible that Democrats hold the House and hold the Senate, which never happens in the two years after a president wins an election. It never happens. Not only that, there's a lot of good news and a lot of really important victories all over the country. And today on The Breakdown, I'm going to share 10 good news stories with you from all over the country. I rarely get to share 10 bits of good news So I'm glad to be able to unpack and explain it. Yes, there are a few tough losses that happened all over the country. Some of my closest friends in politics did not win their races, but there is a lot of good news. Let me unpack and explain it. This is Sean King, and you're listening to The the, the Breakdown. The the, the, the Breakdown. The, 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 The Breakdown. If you asked a hundred experts how yesterday was going to go, probably 99 of them would tell you that it was going to be a really rough day for Democrats. Because typically, in the two years after a party wins a presidential election, Democrat or Republican, two years later, their same party normally loses big in all of the midterm elections. And it really looked because of a lot of polls and a lot of what felt like momentum and momentum can be momentum is a feeling and it's not always a fact. So what feels like momentum is not always actually momentum. It could just be a feedback loop. (laughs) But a lot of us, myself included, I thought yesterday, um, when I go to the doctor, <laughs> when I go to the doctor, uh, my my doctors will always treat me as a patient and talk to me. And then after they have done all of their doctoring, they'll say, now, Sean, tell me what you think is going to happen in this race or that race. <laughs> so my doctors always want to talk politics after they finish treating me. And I had a doctor's appointment yesterday. My doctor said, we, we're finished with our appointment. He said, now, Sean, keep it real with me. Tell me what's going to happen in the elections today. And I told him, I was like, man, I think it's going to be pretty rough. And I said, I said, there's a possibility that we could be surprised, but I doubt it. And and listen, there was some tough news. Um, You know, one of my best friends in the world, Gary Chambers, did not win his race. Uh, Charles Booker, who I love in Kentucky, did not win his race. And neither one of them got the support from the Democratic Party that they deserved. Both of them should have been well-funded, well-staffed, well-supported from from the top down. Um, Stacey Abrams lost, and Brian Kemp will continue to be the governor of Georgia. Things were rough statewide throughout the Deep South. Uh, But I have 10 bits of good news that I want to share with you. There are challenges 
And as it stands right now, we don't know if Republicans are going to take the House or the House and the Senate or if Democrats will be able to keep the House or the House and the Senate. That's how close things still are. And no one thought it would be this close in the House and the Senate. So I want to share 10 bits of good news. Uh, I could share 50. That's how many good elections were won last night. Uh, First, I want to celebrate the dear brother Wes Moore, who is now the new governor of Maryland, the Democratic governor of Maryland. Wes is a brilliant, brilliant intellectual, compassionate leader. Uh, He's a star to me. I, I think that Wes Moore... First, let's be clear. Wes Moore is the first black man ever elected governor of Maryland. And this is weird and and almost disturbing of the thousands of governors in American history. He is only the third African-American governor ever elected in this nation. Thousands of governors. And he's the third. Wes Moore, though, is a star but he has to do well as governor. Like he won, he deserved to win. He ran a brilliant campaign and, and he's a brilliant man, but now he has to lead. Now he has to serve. Now he has to, to step up. And if he does well as governor, this is the type of man that could run for president in, in four years in eight years. He, he's that kind of guy. Um, That's my first bit of good news. Second, connected to Westmore winning the governor's seat in three different states around the country, including Maryland. Democrats now control, because of victories last night, the entire government of Michigan, of Maryland, and Massachusetts. Because of races that were won in those three states, Democrats now control the state house, the state senate, and the governorships of those three states. That's new. And that's where systemic change happens. It is almost impossible to get deep, positive, systemic change on the issues we care about in any state when you don't control the house, the senate, and the governorship of that state. This is the first time that's happened in Michigan in 40 years. And so we have a real possibility now of getting some deep systemic change. And for instance, I saw bill after bill after bill almost get passed in Maryland. It passed the House, passed the Senate, but they had a Republican governor who would veto it. And now with Westmore as governor, that's just not going to be the case. So great news. Good Democrats now control three new states from top to bottom. They were really good. This is my third bit of good news. They were really good victories for district attorneys and attorney generals all over the country. DAs and AGs who stand for criminal justice reform won all over the country. Dallas, their DA, John Crusoe won. Um, Gonzalez, the, the DA in San Antonio won. Uh, Wesley Bell, the DA in St. Louis won. Uh, Kimberly Graham in Iowa won. Um, Keith Ellison was reelected as attorney general of Minnesota. And you have races like this all over the country 
where really good district attorneys are. Rob Bonta, who was the attorney general of California, he won re-election. So everybody keeps saying criminal justice reform is dead, but the people who fight for criminal justice reform and police accountability, they're winning. They won all over the country. In fact, they rarely lost. And so really good news for the criminal justice reform movement. Great people won all night, and that's not going to get the coverage that it deserves. Uh, Speaking of criminal justice reform, it appears, and it it looks like it's a, a done deal, that the horrible sheriff of Los Angeles County, Alex uh, Villanueva, uh, it looks like he's going to lose his race. And uh, he is, has been just a terrible, terrible sheriff. And I am glad that he's been ousted. He's down by like 20%. And he has been protecting. If you're not familiar with this, you got a moment, Google Los Angeles sheriff gangs. There are literal deadly gangs inside of the Los Angeles sheriff's office. And their, their lead sheriff has been protecting them. And uh, Robert Luna it won that race to defeat him. And so uh, it's something that we really, really needed to happen. Um, there are several people that won congressional races that I am so excited about. Uh, Two of them right away. One is Jasmine Crockett, uh, a civil rights attorney that I've known for years since before she was ever in elected office. Jasmine Crockett won election as the congressperson from Dallas. And having her, a civil rights attorney, in Congress is going to be such a big deal. So we're very excited that Jasmine Crockett won her race and Greg Kassar, uh, who is from Austin and won his congressional race. Greg, I think, is literally one of the best young leaders in America. Like, I am bullish on Greg. And as frustrating as it is that so little gets done in Congress, having people like Greg and Jasmine who know how to get stuff done, just having them at the table is a really, really big deal. So I am super, super excited that both of them won. Um, Herschel Walker did not win. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so that's that's good news with a bit of an asterisk because so far it looks like Raphael Warnock, who was in the lead, uh, Herschel Walker was in the lead for a big chunk of the day yesterday. Raphael Warnock has pulled ahead but it doesn't look like either of them will get 50% of the vote and it will likely go to a runoff. And I like Warnock's chances. I mean, it's going to be, uh, I was going to say a dog fight, but you know, I'm a pet lover and that's not really the, the, the best uh, analogy, but it's going to be a rough race for both of them. It's going to be knockdown, drag out with an outrageous amount of money spent. But uh, I think Raphael Warnock can win in that runoff. I mean, all we can do is wait and see. Um, across the country, multiple states voted to remove from their state constitutions. If you're familiar with the 13th Amendment, the 13th Amendment to the United States Constitution says that slavery is still allowed as punishment for a crime. 
where almost all 50 states copied the U.S. Constitution and made that a law in their own constitution. Well, multiple states yesterday, including states in the Deep South like Alabama and Tennessee, finally voted against banning slavery. Talking about 2022, voted against banning slavery as punishment for a crime. Oregon also joined in. Louisiana kind of bungled it. It was on the ballot. Everybody's let me know that it was written very poorly and it was confusing. But they can go back to the table again and try again. But I I think it's a profound thing that people are saying, listen, all these years later, we need to remove this. This needs to be gone. Slavery should never be legal in any situation or circumstance. So now it needs it really needs to happen in the American Constitution. Um, marijuana was legalized in multiple states yesterday. I think now it's up to 21 states that have decriminalized and legalized marijuana. Of course, there's, or cannabis is is the word that we're using now. But, you know, there are pros and cons to the legalization process, but it is a, it is a net game for us to have this decriminalized and legalized as much as possible so that everyday people, particularly everyday black people, are no longer being arrested and criminalized as a result of this. Um, there are, man, there are just so many good races. Um, I, I think one of the things, there are a few that I was really excited about. Uh, Lauren Bobert, uh, Bobert, that's, that's a horrible last name if, Forgive me if anybody listening, Bobert is also your last name. But uh, Lauren Bobert, she lost yesterday. She is the horrible uh, congresswoman from Colorado. I think this will make her a one-term congressperson. Uh, one or two terms, I don't recall. But it appears, it's down to the wire. It, it, it's not fully official, it doesn't appear. But it looks like she's going to lose. And you know, beyond just being an election denier, uh, she is has just been horrible on so many issues. Um, somebody that I think ended up shocking the world and winning last night is Lieutenant Governor of Pennsylvania, John Fetterman, who beat Dr. Oz. It was close, but uh, John Fetterman, who was a huge Bernie supporter um, and I thought was a brilliant, brilliant candidate right before he won the Democratic nomination. John, bless his heart, had a stroke and his brain is at full capacity. He's able to think clearly, but it has caused John to have a disability that makes it hard for him to process uh, so many different things. He just has to take his time and pace himself through it. But he's just a brilliant, compassionate, effective leader and is now going to be the United States congressman. John is going to have to... I think it's the rule that you have to wear a tie when you're in the house. <laughs> you know, John likes to wear hoodies like me. Uh, he's just an everyday dude, but I'm super glad that John won that race. He deserved it. And, um, and him winning really rejects a lot of ugly hate that he received after having a stroke. Like, have some compassion. And uh, the voters of Pennsylvania saw right through Dr. Oz. And uh, I'm, I'm so glad that uh that john won that race there are so many other races like this i 
I think, you know, there, there's probably two final pieces of good news that I, that I want to share. Um, one is that a young brother named Maxwell Frost, who is just 25 years old, just became the first member of Gen Z to be elected to Congress. He will be the new congressman from Orlando, uh, deep in central Florida, ran a masterful race. I believe so much in Maxwell, um, a kind, compassionate organizer. Having him in Congress, wow. Like Maxwell Frost immediately becomes one of my favorite young leaders in the country. Just, just special. I think we're going to hear about him for years and years to come. Um, again, if you want to study how to win a campaign, study Maxwell Frost. I mean, just special, just gifted. And he's an organizer at heart, and we need more organizers in government. And so, uh, so glad to see Maxwell win. The, the last thing that I want to share, the last bit of good news, is in a lot of ways, voters all over the country rejected election deniers. Men and women who said the 2020 election is not even real. It's fake. Uh, Joe Biden cheated. The Democrats cheated. Nobody cheated. This is this has gone to court dozens and dozens of times. They lose every time. There, no one cheated. And they have started this thing of when they lose, they say people cheated. When they win, everything's fine. It could be it could literally be in the same state where on this on the same day, a, a statewide Republican loses one race and another statewide Republican wins the race. They'll say it's fraud for the person that lost, but it's just fine for the person who won. It's all phony. And those people lost big time all over the country. And now listen, a few of them won, which is scary. But a lot of them who were supported by Trump all over the country, city by city, county by county, state by state, lost. Some of those races were way too close. Like, you know, there were weird things like in Oregon, they voted to to remove slavery as a punishment for crime in their state. But 450,000 people, 45 percent of the voters in Oregon said, no, no, we want to keep it. And it's like, hold on, you want to keep it? Why? And so, I mean, there's always there's always some weird stuff to look at. But some of the worst people just got rejected yesterday. And that that encourages my soul. That warms my soul. Uh, Lots of good news. Um, Wednesdays are therapy days for me. So after I finish this podcast, I go straight into a therapy session. I hope all of you consider therapy when you can. Uh, there's so many places to get it and even have it online. I do mine online. Um, but, um, you know, I go into my session today uh, upbeat and happy. And uh, not that therapy is about being happy. It's it's more than that. So listen, thank you all. If you made it all the way to the end of this episode, thank you for listening. I hope you're encouraged. I hope you're excited. Uh, there's good news. Let's share the good news. Let's Let's repeat the good things that we did yesterday and find out how we can fix the others. Listen, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. Just hit the subscribe button. It's free. 
Listen to all of our episodes whenever you can. And here's the thing. If you're not yet a member of the North Star, please, please, please join today. Become a member of the North Star now. Go to the northstar.com. You can join for as little as eight bucks. It's why we're able to do this podcast. Love, 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 and appreciate all of you. Take care, everybody. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist, Retirement Savings, Investment 101. We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening, but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Momentum. Momentum.